Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader, today. And today we have Thursday, the 24th of March, or the 21st of Adar 2, on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a parasha called Shmini, and that means 8th. And the scriptures from the Torah will be Leviticus, or Vayikra, chapter 10, verses 16 through 20. And as we always do before we start reading the scriptures, we are blessing the Lord and thanking Him for His word. Please join me. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. And now our portion from the Torah. Moshe diligently inquired about the goat of the sin offering, and behold, it was burnt, he was angry with Elazar and with Itamar, the sons of Aaron, who were left, saying, Why have you not eaten the sin offering in the place of the sanctuary, since it is most holy, and he has given it to you to bear the iniquity of the congregation, to make atonement for them before the Lord? Behold, its blood was not brought into the inner part of the sanctuary, you certainly should have eaten it in the sanctuary as I commanded. And Aaron spoke to Moshe, Behold, today they have offered their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord, and such things as these have happened to me. If I had eaten the sin offering today, would it have been pleasing in the sight of the Lord? When Moshe heard that, it was pleasing in his sight. That was Leviticus ten sixteen through 20. The portion from the prophets is today the prophet Isaiah or Yeshayahu, chapters 19 and 20. The burden of Mitzrayim. Behold, the Lord rides on a swift cloud and comes to Mitzrayim. The idols of Mitzrayim will tremble at his presence, and the heart of Mitzrayim will melt within it. I will stir up the Egyptians against the Egyptians, and they will fight everywhere against his brother, and everyone against his neighbor, city against city, and kingdom against kingdom. The spirit of Mitzrayim will fail within it, and I will destroy its counsel. They will seek the idols and the charmers and those who have familiar spirits and the wizards. I will give over the Egyptians into the hand of a cruel lord. A fierce king will rule over them, says the Lord, the Lord Svaot. The waters will fail from the sea and the river will be wasted and become dry and the rivers be will become foul and the streams of Mitzrayim will be diminished and dried up. Reeds and flags will wither away. The reeds by the Nile, by the brink of the Nile, 
and all the sown fields of the Nile will become dry, be driven away, and be no more. The fishermen will lament, and all those who fish in the Nile will mourn, and those who spread nets on the waters will languish. Moreover, those who work in combed flax and those who weave white cloth will be confounded. The pillars will be broken in pieces, and all those who work for hire will be grieved in soul. The princes of Zoan are utterly foolish. The counsel of the wisest counselors of Paron has become stupid. How do you say to Paron, I am the son of the wise, the son of ancient kings? Where then are your wise men? Let them tell you now, and let them know what the Lord Svaot has purposed concerning Mitzrayim. The princes of Zoan have become fools, and the princes of Memphis are deceived. They have caused Mitzrayim to go astray, who are the cornerstone of her tribes. The Lord has mixed within her a spirit of confusion, and they have caused Mitzrayim to go astray in all of its works like a drunken man staggers in his vomit. Neither shall there be any work for Mitzrayim, which head or tail, palm branch or rush may do. In that day the Egyptians will be like women, and they will tremble and fear because of the shaking of the hand of the Lord Svaot, which he shakes over them. The land of Yehuda will become a terror to Mitzrayim. Everyone to whom mention is made of it will be afraid because of the plans of the Lord Svaot, which he determines against it. In that day there will be five cities in the land of Mitzrayim that speak the language of Canaan and swear to the Lord Svaot. One will be called the City of Destruction, in that day there will be an altar to the Lord in the middle of the land of Mitzrayim and a pillar to the Lord at its border. It will be a sign and a witness to the Lord Svaot in the land of Mitzrayim for they will cry to the Lord because of oppressors and he will send them a savior and a defender and he will deliver them. And the Lord will be known to Mitzrayim and Egyptians will be known will know the Lord in that day. Yes, they will worship with sacrifice and offering and will vow a vow to the Lord and will perform it. And the Lord will strike Mitzrayim, striking and healing. They will return to the Lord and he will be entreated by them and will heal them. In that day, there will be a highway out of Mitzrayim to Assyria and Assyrian shall come into Mitzrayim, and the Egyptian into Assyria, and the Egyptians will worship with the Assyrians. In that day, Israel will be the third with Mitzrayim and with Assyria, a blessing within the earth. For the Lord Saot has blessed them, saying, Blessed be Mitzrayim, my people, Assyria the work of my hands, and Israel my inheritance. In the year that Tartan came to Ashdod, where Sargon, the king of Assyria, sent him, 
and he fought against Ashdod and took it. At that time, the Lord spoke by Yeshayahu, the son of Amos, saying, Go and loosen the sackcloth from off your waist and take your sandals from off your feet. He did so, walking naked and barefoot. Then the Lord said, As my servant, Yeshayahu, has walked naked and barefoot three years for a sign and a wonder concerning Mitzrayim and concerning Ethiopia, so the king of Assyria will lead away the captives of Mitzrayim and the exiles of Ethiopia, young and old, naked and barefoot, and with buttocks uncovered, to the shame of Mitzrayim. They will be dismayed and confounded because of Ethiopia, their expectation, and of Mitzrayim, their glory. The inhabitants of this coastland will say in that day, Behold, this is our expectation, where we fled for help to be delivered from the king of Assyria. And we, how will we escape? That was Isaiah or Yeshayahu chapters 19 and 20. Now our portion from the writings. Today we will read Proverbs chapter 4. Listen, sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and no understanding. For I give you good teaching. Do not forsake my Torah. For I was a son to my father, tender and an oldie child in the sight of my mother. He taught me and said to me, Let your heart retain my words, keep my commands and live. Get wisdom, get understanding, do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. The beginning of wisdom is get wisdom. Yes, in all you're getting, get understanding. Esteem her and she will exalt you. She will bring you to honor when you embrace her. She will give to your head a garland of grace. She will deliver a crown of splendor to you. Listen, my son, and receive my sayings. The years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in straight paths. When you go, your steps will not be hindered. When you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let her go. Keep her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil men. Avoid it, and do not pass by it. Turn from it, and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they do evil. Their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the righteous is like the dawning light that shines more and more until the full day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what they stumble over. My son, attend to my words. Turn your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. 
keep them in the center of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to their whole body. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it is the wellspring of life. Put away from yourself a perverse mouth and put corrupt lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Make the path of your feet level. Let all of your ways be established. Do not turn to the right hand nor to the left. Remove your foot from evil. That was Proverbs or Mishlei chapter 4. Now our final portion for today, the Apostolic Writings or the New Testament, where we will read Acts chapter 21. Now it came to pass that when we had departed from them and had set sail, we came with a straight course to Kos and the next day to Rhodes and from there to Patara. And having found a ship crossing over to Phoenicia, we went aboard and set sail. When we had come in sight of Cyprus, leaving it on the left hand, we sailed to Syria and landed at Tyre, for the ship was there to unload her cargo. And having found disciples, we stayed there seven days. These said to Paul through the Ruach that he should not go up to Jerusalem. But when those days were over, we departed and went on our journey. They all, with wives and children, brought us on our way until we were out of the city. And kneeling down on the beach, we prayed. And after saying goodbye to each other, we went on board the ship and they returned home again. And when we had finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Ptolemais, and we greeted the brothers and stayed with them one day. On the next day, we who were Paul's companions departed and came to Caesarea, and we entered into the house of Philip the evangelist, who was one of the seven, and stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who prophesied, and as we stayed there some days, a certain prophet named Agabus came down from Yehuda. And coming to us and taking Paul's belt, he bound his own feet and hands and said, The Ruach HaKodesh says, So the Judeans at Yerushalayim will bind the man who owns this belt and will deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. Now when we heard these things, both we and the people of that place begged him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Yeshua. And when he would not be persuaded, we ceased, saying, The will of the Lord be done. And after these days we took up our baggage and went up to Jerusalem. Also some of the disciples from Caesarea also went with us, bringing one Manasseh of Cyprus, an early disciple, with whom we would stay. 
When we had come to Jerusalem, the brothers received us gladly. The day following, Paul went in with us to Yaakov, and all the elders were present. And when he had greeted them, he reported one by one the things which God had worked among the Gentiles through his ministry. And they, when they heard it, glorified God. And they said to him, You see, brother, how many thousands there are among the Judeans of those who have believed, and they are all zealous for the Torah. And they have been informed about you, that you teach all the Jews who are among the Gentiles to forsake Moshe, telling them not to circumcise their children and not to walk after the customs. What then? The assembly must certainly meet, for they will hear that you have come. Therefore, do what we tell you. We have four men who have taken a vow. Take them and purify yourself with them, and pay their expenses for them, that they may shave their heads. Then all will know that there is no truth in the things that they have been informed about you, but you yourself also walk keeping the Torah. But concerning the Gentiles who believe, we have written our decision that they should observe no such thing But concerning the Gentiles who believe, we have written our decision that they should observe no such thing except that they should keep themselves from food offered to idols, from blood, from strangled things, and from sexual immorality. Then Paul took the men and the next day purified himself and went with them into the temple, declaring the fulfillment of the days of purification until the offering was offered for every one of them. Now when the seven days were almost completed, the Jews from Asia, when they saw him in the temple, stirred up all the multitude and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who teaches all men everywhere against the people and the Torah and this place. Moreover, he also brought Greeks into the temple and has defiled this holy place. For they had seen Trophimus, the Ephesian, with him in the city, and they supposed that Paul had brought him into the temple. And all the city was moved, and the people ran together. They seized Paul and dragged him out of the temple. Immediately the doors were shut, and as they were trying to kill him, news came up to the commander of the regiment that all Jerusalem was in an uproar. Immediately he took soldiers and centurions and ran down to them. They, when they saw the chief captain and the soldiers, stopped beating Paul. Then the commander came near and arrested him, and commanded him to be bound with two chains, and inquired who he was and what he had done. And some among the crowd shouted one thing, and some another. So when he could not find out the truth because of the noise, he commanded him to be brought into the barracks. But when he came to the stairs, he was carried by the soldiers because of the violence of the crowd. For the multitude of the people followed after, crying out, Away with him! Then as Paul was about to be brought into the barracks, he said to the commander, 
may I speak to you? And he said, do you know Greek? Are you not the Egyptian who before these days stirred up to sedition and led out into the wilderness the 4,000 men of the assassins? But Paul said, I am a Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia, a citizen of no insignificant city, and I beg you, allow me to speak to the people. And when he had given permission, Paul, standing on the stairs, beckoned with his hand to the people. And when there was a great silence, he spoke to them in Hebrew language, saying, That was Acts chapter 21, and that concludes our reading of scriptures for today. However, if you're reading through the apostolic scriptures twice this cycle, you will also read Revelation chapter 15 today. We also have some prayer requests before I sign off, and I will read two different ones to you. The first one is from one busy mom that is writing, Please pray that my daughter Candace will get married this year. So uh, busy mom praying, asking us to pray for her daughter to get married this year. And the second mom is another busy mom asking for prayer. She says, my husband recently told me that he is not a believer. Prayers for his salvation, please. So we have two prayer subjects, and I ask that you, um, when we have signed off, will take some time and lift these subjects before the throne of God. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.